0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 2 of Reality Air Review. We are here on Tuesday, December 15th, which, you know, by the way, it's my birthday, no, no big deal. But we're here for episode 2, where we're going to be discussing TLC 2015. More importantly, and I'm focusing on what happened with Roman Reigns, and then, you know, the night afterwards, and all of that. Everything that happened with Roman Reigns. Now, in the background, as you can see, we have the Sheamus versus Randy Orton TLC match happening. While I talk about, you know, my thoughts. Um. Also, this this is brought to you by pizza rolls, pepperoni pizza rolls. Not because we're sponsored by them, but because I'm eating them right there now. Is the WWE World Champion, ah. <sighs> Ooh. One thing I absolutely hate is when I make pizza rolls, and you know when you put your hand on it to check and see how hot they are? I put my hand on that. And they feel just fine. They don't feel that hot. And then, once it gets in your mouth, that's when the trouble begins. That's when Ethan Carter III comes into your mouth. Not not come- Okay. EC3 happens in your mouth. I think that's a little less sexual, but my point being, when a hot pizza roll hits your mouth, once it enters your mouth, it's trouble, 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 okay, that's what I was getting at. That is the absolute worst, I'm, I'm going to let these sit for a bit, but okay, so we have Seamus versus Randy Or not Randyor, shit, Uh, be, uh now, the match wasn't all that special it wasn't better than the um triple threat ladder match we had earlier in the night which by the way that match was so fucking good it was just so good those three teams the usos new day lucha dragons they were just phenomenal in that match especially you know that spot that i'm talking about calisto hitting the salida del sol off the top of the ladder, through another ladder, that shit was crazy. Holy shit. That's one thing I don't mind them replaying over and over. See, WWE, they like to play these replays in the middle of the match. I'm pretty sure, if I remember correctly, if Kevin Dunn produces it. We're gonna have 10 replays. You're gonna see 10 replays during this match right now. Um, but that match was great. Uh, what else happened? We had Ryback versus Rusev. I am a fan. A huge fan of Rusev. But, him facing Ryback. I was watching on a delay, I wasn't watching live. And, um, I I skipped it. I really did. Rusev won, I, I saw that, I made sure to see that. He won. But, I don't know what it is about Ryback. I just can't watch his matches. I don't know. They bore me to tears. They bore me to tears. I seriously don't know what it is. Like, I'll sit here, I'll watch a Roman Reigns match, and I don't think he's exciting in the ring. And I watch, like, other wrestlers. They're kind of boring in the ring as well, but I still watch them. Like, if you know me, if you follow me on Twitter, um,. You know, I watch WWE Superstars, you know that C Seashell that's you know, only on the WWE Network now, I watch that pre- pretty frequently. And, um, Titus o- O'Neil occasionally makes appearances. That's another guy that I find incredibly boring in the ring, but I still watch his match. With Ryback, I just can't... I can't pull myself to do it. I can't... I don't know what it is. And it sucks because... You know, he tells the story and stuff. You know, he's like an actual legit wrestling fan. He's wanted to do this entire his entire life. He first got here and then he was fired or something, and then he worked his way back. He got depressed when he got fired or something, and he came back. It's a truly inspiring story. It's just when when he's annoying, I had no interest whatsoever, zero percent, literally. And I'm not like one of these people who say literally for figuratively stuff. No, literally, I have no desire to see him in the ring. I skip every match, even if it has my boy Rusev, who is a fucking boss, who is a beast. I just can't bring myself to watch that match. So yeah, Rusev won, as he should have. And what else did we have? We had uh, had that tables match. Um... The only problem I have with that tables match is that the eliminations, like, they kind of came out of nowhere. there wasn't much suspense built to it, it just happened, and then they got eliminated, and that's it. Um, they did a good thing with only eliminating Rowan, because that's another guy I find incredibly boring. Um... They only eliminated one guy from the Wyatt Family, and that's good. Wyatt Family, they're fucking... Shit, they're just losers at this point. So they needed that definitive win. So I like that. Um, what else happened? Dean Ambrose versus Kevin Owens. The match was good. I was entertained by the match. Okay. Okay, these pizza rolls are cooled down. But I feel like they could have had a better match. And what I don't understand, this whole show was called TLC—tables, ladders, chairs. Boom, boom, boom. They hit you with this type, match, this type of match, this type of match, this type of match, this type of match. But we have two guys: Kevin Owens, Kevin Steen, and Dean Ambrose, John Moxley. J- Dean Ambrose is a fucking CZW guy. This guy has been in some fucking terrible matches. Now, I'm I'm not saying by match quality. I'm saying terrible matches as in like, they're hitting each other with weapons, you know, going through light tubes and shit, putting saws to heads and stuff. That guy is fucking extreme. He would do excellent in ECW. I think Kevin Steen If, um, that guy, that dude, has put on some amazing ladder matches. So, you have this show called TLC, and then you have these two guys, who, one of them, excels in a ladder match, which, hello. And then another one, who literally built, not literally, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm turning into those people. Not literally. But he kind of built his career on stipulation matches. So, what is a logical thing WWE did? We have TLC, a show filled with stipulations. We have these two guys who were pretty much built for stipulation. And then, no, we'll just have it a regular singles match. I don't get that at all. Why couldn't you put this, why, I don't know, I would even, I would even, I would have even accepted a chairs match, put them in the chairs match slot, something like that, I don't know, I just feel like this match could have been a lot better, maybe it's because it, it didn't have a stipulation, maybe TLC was filled with stipulations and then we get this, you know, to, just this regular singles match maybe that's why I feel that way because we're just they just sandwiched them between stipulations maybe that's why I don't know but it was still a very good match it's fucking Kevin Owens and Dean Ambrose of course it's gonna be good and then Dean Ambrose picked up the win and it's it's Tuesday right now Tuesday December 15th I said that it's been two days since he won the title, and I really don't know how I feel about that. Because I'm a fan of both, and a part of me says, thinks, um, it's a little bit too early to take that title off of Kevin Owens. Hmm. But the other side of me, Dean Ambrose deserves it so much, you know? So I'm a little, I'm a little tossed up on that. I'm, I don't, I'm not sure what I think of. Um, I think I'm leaning towards the side of me liking it because what they did the next night on Raw with Kevin Owens just coming out, kicking Dolph Ziggler and Dean Ambrose's ass, and then he goes backstage and's like, "You think Dean Ambrose is crazy? I'm crazy now, and I'm done with him. This is gonna be absolutely insane." So, I, I kinda like that. I don't know. I think I'm just gonna have to see how it unfolds. Again, this is WWE, so they could just totally fuck this up, and I'll just think it's a horrible fucking decision. But as of this recording, I'm, I'm leaning towards me liking it. Um, what else do we have? We had Charlotte versus Paige. A uh, decent match. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I'm a little bit spoiled with these NXT women's matches that I'm expecting a little bit too much out of Charlotte and Paige on main roster television because I know these two, I know, I know I know that I, I shit on Charlotte a lot um, but she is one of the better female competitors in WWE. I'm not gonna take that away from her. Okay. Do I think she's overrated? Yes, I do. But she's good. These two could have way better matches. That's what I. That's. That's pretty much all I'm gonna say about this. Is they could have way better matches than this. Um. I don't mean, know what what other matches happen. Um, hmm. I don't think there's a- oh. Alberto Del Rio versus Jack Swagger. Chairs match. Um, the only way I can explain it is a chairs match. What was? They hit each other with uh, chairs. Um, There wasn't much wrestling. But even with this terrible stipulation, they at least had kind of a good match. It entertained me. Um, I'm a fan of both these guys. Jack Swagger, I'm a huge fan. But then they got me- They actually got me one time. Where, um... I forgot what it was. I think it was after, um... The Swagger mommy, you know, he goes to the corner... And then... Grabs onto the turnbuckle and just splashes... Onto his, um, opponent. I think it was after that move, and he went for the pin. Almost got a three. I actually legitimately thought that Jack Swagger was gonna win it. I was like the happiest dude ever for like 0.5 seconds, and then it was a two-car. But Alberto Del Rio retained as he should have. He's only had the title two two months. He's in this new faction, which looks, by the likes of it, after Raw, it's not gonna. It wasn't like a one-time thing. You actually could do it. Maybe it's gonna be a two-month thing. Um. And if you ask me, this League of Nations has a ton of potential. Just look at the members. Alberto Del Rio. If you give him something interesting and something that he likes to do, he's fucking amazing. I mean, look at the dude at Lucha Underground. That dude was having so much fun. Now he just seems uninterested. And I don't blame him at all. I mean, Alberto comes back to WWE and what do they tell him? We're going to pair you up with Zeb. I bet he fucking hated that idea. He looks bored whenever he's doing it. So, if WWE gives him something, with this new faction or whatever, that he likes, Alberto Del Rio could be so much better, okay? I think have Rusev, who I already said, he's a fucking beast. He's a boss. He's great. This whole... This summer of 2015 for Rusev has been terrible. If they play this League of Nations card right, you can just build him back up. Cause he's great. Um, Wade Barrett, um, you know, uh, I Wade Barrett is a guy who most people like, right? Me being one of them, most people like Wade Barrett, and it looks like WWE likes Wade Barrett, but whenever they push him or something, he gets injured. So, Even me as a fan, I'm kind of worried. If you ask me right now, even me being a fan, if you ask, Would you put Wade Barrett in this big slot? You know, feature him, huge. I'd question it a bit, because his injury and stuff, whenever they try to, ever since he debuted in 2010, whenever they try to do something big with Wade Barrett, something happens. Something always happens. So that kind of sucks. I think you have Sheamus. Who I'm also I'm a big fan of, most people aren't, and I understand that. Um So like these four guys together, if they play the cards right, you could take these upper mid card guys and make them like legit main event heals. If they play their cards right, if they want to do it, it's all up to them. <laughs> So, going back to the main event. Sheamus versus Roman Reigns. I'd like to compare this match to, um... Roman Reigns versus Bray Wyatt at Hell in a Cell. You know, they had, like, some cool spots or whatever. You know, Sheamus and Roman, they threw each other into things. And everything like that in TLC matches, right? But the story, you know, just wasn't there. I didn't feel it. I didn't really care. You know? Um, so yeah, the match wasn't. I don't know. I didn't enjoy it. Okay? It wasn't bad at all. It just didn't. It wasn't for me. Um... So then, let's talk about the ending. Let's get into the ending. So, so we have the League of Nations come out and, you know, they help Sheamus, and then Seamus gets the title. It was very, um, it wasn't, it was a little anticlimactic. Because Roman was right there, but Sheamus has got the title and then won. All right. Hmm. 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 Mm. Mm. Do you think Vince eats pizza rolls? Cuz this dude is just constantly working, right? I wonder if Vince McMahon eats pizza rolls, cuz... They're easy to make, you just stick them in the microwave. Or some people put them on the stove, and you know... Got a good shot here. If just that and then you can just eat him, you know? World title um, Roman the Roman George, Reagan Reagan, I want to know what he, yeah, he eats. You Roman. Roman when he's by his pool Sean in, in Connecticut, Sean. right now, The next Raw or SmackDown or whatever, what is he eating? Um, okay. So, Seamus won, and then... Something happened that I really liked. And a lot of people liked. Roman Reigns. He just snapped. Right? He snapped. He got the chair. Started hitting everybody. He Sheamus and all that repeatedly. To the point where Triple H had to come down. And then the referee's like, Stop, stop. Stop Roman stop Um And then Triple H like no what the fuck you doing bro? And then Roman is just like he's still standing in the ring opposite of where Seamus and Triple H are. Triple H enters the ring. And then he like stands up, and starts, you thirteen know, old yelling like, What are you doing? What are you doing, Roman? And then Roman Reigns just gives a, gives him a good whack with the chair. Triple H oversells it like crazy. I started laughing so hard. This dude... He was bending down, got hit with the chair, and then jumped. And then fell. It was crazy. So... He starts attacking Triple Lake. With the chair and everything. And he takes him on the outside. Takes the announced table stuff off and everything. And then the referees are all on Triple H. Crowd is cheering, by the way. And then, referees are on Triple H, trying to see if he's okay, and Roman just, like, grabs him. And then he does, like, a spinebuster off of the table. It doesn't break. It's one of those things where the table doesn't break, but everybody knows that WWE planned for the table to break. So, this kind of scared me a bit. It didn't break. And then, it looked like Triple H, like, landed right in the middle of his back. And then, he didn't move. He just, the lower half of of his body was, uh, you know, just, like, by the floor or whatever. And then, his upper half was just on the table. It looked, it was kind of scary, because the camera, like, zoomed in on Triple H's face. He wasn't blinking or anything. I legit thought he snapped his spine in half. That was fucking crazy. So, of course, WWE playing for the table to break. It didn't break. So Roman goes up on the other announced table, the English one, and then hits an elbow drop, and then table, the table finally breaks. Stephanie screaming and everything, right? And then Roman Reigns starts walking back, you know, to the back. Referees pick up Triple H, and they're just slowly going to the back as well. Roman Moran just all of a sudden stops, turns around, is like, fuck this, starts sprinting, and going around the ring, and then hits Triple H with a spear. And then the crowd does a whole thank you Roman chant, Ro Moran walks to the back, okay? So then, on the next night on Raw, well, Stephanie McMahon comes out. Go for that you know, she's blah, 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 blah. You took out my husband. He's in Connecticut. You know, stuff like that. How am I going to explain to my daughters what Roman Reigns did to daddy and stuff like that? And then Roman Reigns' music hits. He walks down to the ring, right? And then, Roman Reigns like, No Stephanie, I got a daughter myself, it's her birthday. And he shouts out his daughter. And then, he said with that said, I forgot what exactly he said, but basically he just said, I'm not sorry for what I did to your husband, blah, blah blah blah. And then, Stephanie calls Roman a disgrace and Roman's like, "Uh uh-uh, no, you're a disgrace. Your husband's a disgrace. You know what, Stephanie? Your entire family is a disgrace. And Stephanie gets upset, she slaps Roman. And then Roman just looks back at her, kinda smirks. Gets slapped again. And then Roman just smiles and then slaps again. Slap, 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 slap. And then Stephanie, you know, she as a mic. She's like, oh, one more thing, another slap, which made me laugh. Because I thought she actually had something to say, she just slapped him again. And she like, I'm not going to fire you, because that would... No, I was about to say what I thought they were going to say. I for sure thought, you know, after TLC, I even tweeted it. Like, I for sure thought on Raw we would hear, firing you would be too easy. I thought she was going to say it. But she's like... I'm not gonna fire you because my husband asked, asked me not to. But I know who someone who might. And he's on, to the, on his way to the ring right now. Well, the arena. Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Yeah. And you know, well, just like in the ring. And then, a little bit later we have a backstage vignette. Know, just like a backstage segment, and something bothered me, and I think it shouldn't bother me, but it did. Maybe I'm just you know being You're too nitpicky, but we had a, a short little segment, you know, backstage. It was like a parking lot, you know, you could see the alley alleyway where the limo is going to come in, and then we see like a little assistant or whatever, a woman, and she has a clipboard or whatever. And then Stephanie walks up. And it's like, I'm sorry, you're out here for a while. He just called, he should be here any minute. Just hang on. And if she walks to the other side of the, um... I don't know... Of the, the alley, alleyway, right? I wouldn't call it a road, but... Where the car would drive down. She just walks, like, a few feet. That's it. And she just stands there. My question is, like... They played it off like she, like Stephanie, just has her assistant waiting there for Vince, right? So she comes up and she's like, "Oh, he'll be here any minute. Just stay here." But she just walks a couple feet the other way, and then eventually walks back to her assistant. So she's just like sitting there waiting. It just felt too fake. It felt really fake. Like, why are you gonna stand there with her and then just? All of a sudden, when the cameras are here, you just walk up to him and say, Oh, we'll be here any minute. I know what they were trying to go for. They are trying to be all like, Vince is coming really soon. And they are trying to get that out. But it just seemed very fake and it left a bad taste in my mouth. You know what doesn't leave a bad taste in my mouth? These delicious pizza rolls. Go to pizzarolls.com. I don't think that's their website. Maybe it would be like dot coms, Whatever. PizzaRolls.com. Knowing the internet, PizzaRolls is, is probably like a a BBW website, and just shows shows their fat rolls or something. I don't I don't know what I'm doing. Okay. And Then shortly after that, we have a match with R Truth versus Bo Dallas. I got hyped because this match would normally take place on superstars, but they turned it over to Raw. I was so happy. I'm like, what is this? This is like Superstar. This is amazing. I was marking out, you know, sp- like smashed some glass bottles on my head. Best night of my life. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then like midway through the match, we got the titantron coming on. Well, it's always on, but turns to the backstage feud. And then Vince comes out, of the limo, which, another thing that bothered, bothered me, I don't know if it's fake, or, like, she missed her cue, or she actually does this in real life. But Vince's limo comes up, stops, Vince opens the door, and then Stephanie comes up, and then she, like, she holds the door handle and acts as if she's, like, opening it. But it was already fully open. I don't know if she was like holding it, or... It just looked very awkward. Like she missed her cue to open the door or something. And then Vince... Um, you know, he's like... You look good, and He's like, Stephanie, you go back to, your, to Connecticut and take care of your husband. And then Stephanie's like, oh, okay. All right. And then Vince, after the commercial... Well, not after the commercial, he just comes out, right? And then music hits. R-Truth and Bo Dallas are still in the ring. Vince makes his way down to the ring, grabs a microphone, gets in the ring. And he tells the referee, R-Truth and Bo Dallas, get the hell out of, out of my ring. Stop the match. So they leave, and Vince, is like, was a certain superstar. It was Serena who was sweating. And then he gets out of the ring walks over and then, you know, you got a production guy or something. He uh gets, you know, a steel chair, opens it up, and then he pulls it and then he's like, No, I want that one. He was like this cushion one, you know, this business chair, and sits in that. And then goes to the microphone. And he's about to start sweating more. And then they go to commercial. And then after the commercial, Vince is just like awkwardly just like sitting there. I think he stands back up and then he gets back in the room. I guess he can't stand for very long or something, or he didn't want to, whatever. So Vince is like, "Well, Way Reigns, get your eyes down here." And Roman Reigns' music hits, comes out through the back this time, not through the through the crowd, through the back. And then Vince is like, "Oh, you know, you know, I, I forgot what he said. He was just talking about, like, you know, how much." Of a privilege, or something like that. Or it's intimidating to be in Vince's presence. And Roman gives a little smirk. And bottom line, um, Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns, holy shit. And I'll get to this in a couple minutes. Um, he said, you know what, you used to go around here talking about you having grapefruits. You know, I think like, oh yeah, Vince's like, you know what? There once was a time when I would beat an apology out of you. I think Roman Reigns is like, you, know what you used to go around saying, you have these grapefruits. Um, now I think you're walking around with, I forgot what he said, it was stupid. Two weeks in a row, this Roman Reigns guy is referring to people's balls as fruit. I, what, I, 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 what are they doing? They were doing so good! They were doing good for Raw, up until that point, and they were doing good at TLC. Why would he... He's pissed off. He was pissed off he lost the championship. Why is he talking about grapefruits? And last week, why is he talking about tater tots and potatoes? What is this? He is not old McDonald, okay? Stop talking about stuff you would find on a farm. I'll get to that in a minute. And then Vince is like, you know what? Fine. And he takes off his jacket, they're about to fight, and Shane just comes out, you know what? Vince, I'm sorry, not because I don't believe you could take him, but because I want to make him beat the apology out of him myself. And he's like, I'm confident. I want to put the title on the line, too. And then Vince is like, oh, okay. And then he asks the fans, he's like, you want it? And then the fans cheer, and then Vince is like, you fall for that every time. He's like, there is no way in hell that you're going to get a championship match. And then, I think, maybe that's when Roman Reigns said the Grapefruit thing. It doesn't matter when he said it. It just matters that he said it. And then it's like, you know what? You got your championship match. But, one condition, if you don't win the title tonight, you're fired. Okay. And then later in the main event, we have... Sheamus vs. Roman Reigns, which the match on Raw was way better than their TLC match. It was way better. Um, and then, Vince, you know, grabs the referee, and then you know, he's just distracting the referee, and you know, Lusiv, and then Alberto. Alberto gets taken out, like, right at the start, he starts running towards Roman, just gets taken out, and then Lusiv gets taken out, right? And then, you know, the whole referee shenanigan, the shenanigans and stuff. And then, bottom um, line um, Roman Superman punches Vince, right? And then, picks up the win, wins the championship. Okay, right? So that happens. And the crowd's behind him and everything, and then he wins the championship. Nothing else happens, he wins the title, and then he even, like, kicks Vince off the apron, onto the floor, and that's how the show ends, okay? Mmm. 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 Okay. Here's my problem. Everything he did, you know, at TLC, and I'm wrong, was cool. I enjoyed watching it. But, it was way too much. They had one Reigns within a span of 24 hours. Take out your new top faction, League of Nations. You, know. you had him beat down on a way, way overly played out, Authority figure. We've had Triple H running the show. He and Stephanie running the show since SummerSlam, SummerSlam of 2013. He's been around too long. So he takes them out. I think he just... He fucking Roman Reigns doesn't give a fuck, I think he just punches Vince McMahon. Of course you're going to get cheered when you do that. And then he beat Seamus, who, as I said, I'm a fan of, but I understand why other people don't. He beat a guy that nobody wanted as champion. So of course, of course, he's gonna get cheered. And people on Twitter. I even got in an argument argument with someone on Twitter. Got unfollowed because they couldn't take a different opinion. Um and people were saying, oh man, he's over now. Look at, listen to that crowd, he's so over. He is definitely a top star now. No, no. Before TLC, why didn't people like Roman Reigns? They either thought he's terrible in the ring or he sucks at promos. Okay? Now, coming right now to Tuesday after TLC, did either of those change? No, what did they do? Again, they had him take out a top heel tag team, a top heel faction, a played out a 40 figure, and then he just fucking doesn't give a fuck, and hit Vince McMahon. And then he beat a guy that people didn't want as champion to become champion. Of course, people are going to cheer. The problem I have, they had to do all of this. They had to take out a top faction, they had to take out their heel authority figure, they had to bring Vince McMahon back on television after what, like two years of not being on TV just to get two nights' worth of pops for Roman Reigns. My question, are they gonna have to do this every time they want Roman Reigns to get a pop? They had to do all of this. Now, if you're listening and you're one of those people, oh, he's over, listen to those crowds that you had at TLC the night after, okay? Tell me, is he going to get that same pop next Monday on Raw, or two weeks from now, or three weeks from now? Is he going to get that pop at Royal Rumble? Is he he going to get that pop at WrestleMania? That's what I'm worried about. They had to go through all of this trouble just to get these pops out of people. I highly doubt that if Roman Reigns won at TLC he would get that pop. I highly doubt he would have got that pop if he just beat Sheamus like the next night. If Sheamus just came out and he was like, you want a rematch? Fine. I'm so confident I could beat you anytime I want. I'll put the title on line again because I know I could beat you. And then Roman Reigns wins. I don't think he would got that pop. Everything they did was too much just to get these pops. Are they gonna do this every time they want him to get pops? Because if you look at they did a lot. They really did a lot. And if a guy is truly over with the crowd, they shouldn't have to do all of this shit. They shouldn't have to. And another thing that bugs me, first, you know, through most of this year, they did the whole Dane O'Brien push for Roman okay. Reigns, like the underdog. And now they're doing this whole Steve Austin thing, which I'm not complaining about. I'm not complaining about at all. If they do it right, which the NBO TLC is doing it right, okay? If they continue doing that over time, it's a success. He can get over, okay? But they did all of this within 24 hours. Of course you're gonna get pops because of what he did. Triple H, a guy that has been at the top of the product for over, what, like two, three years now. And he took him out. Of course he's gonna, gonna get cheered. He beat Sheamus. Most people didn't want Sheamus as champion. Of course he's gonna get cheered. He just fucking punches Vince because he doesn't care. Of course he's gonna get cheered. Get him here. To end this, my only question is he is he going to get these pops the next two shows or the next three at Royal Rumble again at WrestleMania? Is he going to get these pops? I don't think so. It's just what how they booked him. If they continue booking him like this and they keep on doing the grapefruit, oh. he can get over over time. But I don't think he's over. I think just how they book them is over. The guy isn't over, if that makes any sense. I think some of you listening will understand what I'm talking about. But I think that's much. Um, again, pizza rolls dot <laughs> on Twitter at rer podcast. Um. Coming up this this weekend, um, for Reality Air Reviews, we're going to do our first Saga episode. We're going to be doing the CM Punk vs. Jeff Hardy Saga, which includes um, four episodes. It includes CM Punk vs. Jeff Hardy at The Bash, and then Night of Champions, and then SummerSlam, and then the SmackDown after SummerSlam, which was Jeff Hardy's last WWE match. We're going to be reviewing those matches. Coming up next. Um Until next time, I thank you for listening. And watching, if you're watching on the video form. Or if you're listening on iTunes, or TuneIn Radio, or Stitcher Radio. Thank you for listening. Again, RER Podcast on Twitter. RealityEra.WordPress.com is the website. Go there for all future episodes. Watch the past episodes All of that good stuff. Nobody's safe now. If Roman Reigns can attack the COO like that, no one around here is safe. They got to get help out here. They need doctors. They need a damn ambulance. You got a straight jagger for that hothead Roman Reigns. Get his ass out of here medical help out here.